Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace, offering everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. Extensive options, ease of selection, and flexibility at your fingertips help make sure your time is wonderfully spent. Viator is the place to go to book experiences that will create long-lasting moments that make lifetime memories. And Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences to choose from in over 190 countries. In in fact, just last year, Viator helped my family put together this amazing adventure on the island of Kona. Swimming with the manta rays, trying to avoid the barracudas, whatever your wildest dreams. If you can imagine it, Viator probably has an experience just for you. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in Viator's world of wonderful experiences. Viator. One site, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Welcome, here we go. It's that time again. Matt Connerton Unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. And hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe. You can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. Today is Friday, June 3rd, 2022, and I am not alone. Hello, darling. A rare Friday appearance on Matt Connerton Unleashed. This is true. Jenny's is true. Uh, Jenny's got a long day here with me because she will be joining us later on Retro Spectrum Radio with Polly C. First official female guest. That is uh, coming up tonight. It's going to be fun. Uh, tonight at 7.30 right here from uh, 7.30 to 10 p.m. I, I think you're the to... only huh? female that... No, this is, is a regular person on a regular a WMNH. Person, as opposed to what? A pod person? No, but on WMNH, aren't you the only regular that's no. of the female persuasion? No. Well, I don't listen to the morning show anymore. Morning show is Katie. Oh, that's right. She made her debut car- and karaoke. And Carol. I always think of Carol as another journalist. So we're like sexless. Oh, okay. Except well, in 1930s movies. <laughs> well, you might recognize that other voice. Oh, he chimed in a little. 
Who the fuck? Watch out, there might be a satanic portal over there. There was the blender somewhere. That's right, John Hopwood is here, hanging out in the corner with the giant cardboard Peter Whitehead. I'm the 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 giant Peter White head. No, it's the giant cardboard Peter Whitehead. But you so you're to, saying Peter Whitehead. You have to say his full name. No, it's not Peter Whitehead. It's the Peter Whitehead. But a, a, what Peter Whitehead is a name. That's not our Peter. I'm not talking about Peter Whitehead. I'm talking about the Peter Whitehead. Why are you being such a Peter? Uh, how dare you, sir? But I'd just like to go back. I, I'll just amend it that Jenny is the first and the foremost of your... Can we use the word sex? I know this isn't Matt Connor then I'm uh, she. Are you asking what I identify as? I'm just... I'm a cis female. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Well, you're the foremost here at WMNH. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And I'm hugging, you know, I'm much closer to the head of Peter White because... Uh, no, that's not what it is. Well, it's, it's a giant cardboard Peter White head. It's a cardboard depiction of Peter White's head. Right. Yeah, it's right, a, well, right. it's not a depiction of. If it's its own entity. Yes. Well, that's why I'm you didn't here. Know that? You didn't realize that? When the we eyes were, follow you. Yesterday, watching the show, I wasn't the only one of the overhead camera. We s- distinctly saw a, well, we won't use the word satanic with Glenn R.J. Ouellette. Right. But it was a demonic. Uh, 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 it could have been a portal. It might just have been a vortex between him and the uh, mug. Well, we've got a lot, uh, speaking of which, uh, <laughs> so we have a lot... Uh, uh, going on today, of course, it is Friday, which means in the second hour of the show, we will be joined, uh, or I shouldn't say we will be joined, but we will have Eric Pilcher's classic film review, and this week, the subject is Top Gun, but right now, we got... It's uh Hoppy's favorite movie. We got Big Steve on the phone. How are you, sir? Welcome back. Big Big Steve from around the world. Now, uh... Doing well, doing well. Now, uh, John uh, wanted you to join us today uh, because uh, you might have some thoughts on the, uh, you know, for those who don't know, apparently uh, Roger Stone, he went on a podcast. In fact, I have some audio here, but we covered it the other day. Basically, he went on a podcast and uh, is claiming that there is a uh, satanic portal uh, currently over the White House uh, in Washington, D.C. And uh, And and he's with General Flint. Yes. A well, lieutenant general who's oh, head of all military intelligence. Well, of course, yes. Really? Uh, general Flynn. Uh, this uh, portal uh, apparently has been there since uh, Inauguration Day, and it's very frightening uh, to think of a satanic portal over our nation's capital. Well, and, uh, there, there really is a satanic portal over Washington. It's just <laughs> not the White House. Oh. It's, it's over the Supreme Court. Uh, yes, well, it perhaps it moves around. Uh, there could be more. There could be more than one what portal. What if it's at the top of the Washington Monument? Oh wow! That yeah, I ha- got a point. That's ah! Mason. That's Masonic. <laughs> oh well, Masonic. <laughs> uh, Five hundred fifty-five steps. So uh, our our, uh, our mutual uh, friend uh, John Hopwood indicated that you might have some uh, some thoughts and some ideas and uh, uh, conjecture or perhaps yeah. uh, information about the Satanic Portal. Yeah, to to paraphrase Shakespeare, there are more things going on in this world than we realize. Than you dream of in your philosophy, Horatio. 
a town. That's right. So I think there definitely is a story here, so we can connect some dots. Yes, I would love that because I'm very afraid. Well, can I just say one thing? (laughs) Because, you know, Steve's used to my filibustering. Then I'm going to shut up. And uh, what Steve is going to talk about is Steve uh, was uh, mentored by uh, Joe uh, Pagano, who is a, uh, he's now the late Joe Pagano, who is a psychologist who actually, with his PhD, went to Columbia, NYU. But then, I think he probably got his PhD, uh, Big Steve, at uh, the Jung Institute. And he studied with Carl Jung, whose great contribution to psychology was the uh, idea uh, that the subconscious has a greater function in our lives than his his, uh, friend and mentor, Sigmund Freud would give to it. And we've discussed that before, Jungian psychology. And one of the things about, two things, and then we'll pass it all over to you and Big Steve. It's, it was Joe Pagano who called, gave Big Steve his name, Big uh, Steve. Uh. But number one, that there are, there, there is the archetypes in human consciousness that are similar through all cultures and through times. And he believed it was innate in just the human, you know, brain, consciousness. We share certain things with uh, each other. And number two, I can't remember Big Steve. So uh, I was talking too long. Oh, that, uh, Number two, you right. asked Amber for that one. Well, you know, he's going to talk about this stuff that why would, you know, because Roger Stone is a charlatan. I used to know the guy. I'm in one of his books, Killing Kennedy. I thought you were his best friend. I thought you guys were buds. I'd already, it was warned by him, uh, by people that knew about him, uh, well before, uh, uh, you know, things happened. Ah, uh, yes. But uh, Steve's going to talk, to talk about uh, archetypes and why would it be that certain Christians— they call them the Christian right in the mass media, would believe such a thing. Because in their consciousness, this is true. And it's being exploited by a Roger Stone. But, but, but you're not suggesting that Roger Stone actually believes this. I don't think Roger Stone believes in anything other yeah. than Roger Stone and the all-American dollar. I think you're but, right. Uh, Steve knows a lot about Ka- Kabbalah. I'm probably mispronouncing Kabbalah? that. Kabbalah. He knows about end of times and that. <laughs> Jenny's chuckling. Are neither of us you know, saying it correctly? You, uh, don't you know? Kabbalah. 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 Yes, Je- uh, Jenny. Ah. Knows. Kabbalah. Jenny, you're a Wiccan. Uh, no, right? I'm not. Oh, I thought you were. No, I'm an atheist. You are an atheist. I'm an atheist. But she knows how to pronounce Kabbalah. I know right things. Now. Like, I studied a bunch of different That's stuff. like Steve. Yeah. Hmm. So, well, uh, so uh, Steve, uh, y- your thoughts. There's a lot to work with uh, there, sir, but... Uh, but uh, please, uh, if nothing else, please reassure us today about the uh, satanic portal. Well, I think it's interesting because I remember back in October of 2021 when Biden was talking about a trillion-dollar infrastructure deal. And he was coming out of a meeting, and the reporter said, when is this going to be done? And Biden said, we're going to get this done. It doesn't matter when. And then here's the important part of what he said. He said, it doesn't matter whether it takes six minutes, six days, or six weeks. So you have to ask yourself, was that a coincidence that he said 666? And 
I think you find that sometimes these power elite people communicate secret knowledge with signs, gestures, and with their words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So was Biden signaling something that gives credibility to what Roger Stone is saying? Now, this article that John sent to me that talks about this meeting where Roger Stone and others spoke about this, they had a quote from the Bible, Ephesians 6.12, which says, We fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against rulers in high places. Now, the other thing I think of is this event in November of 2021 called the Astral World Festival. Have you heard of that, Matt? Astral World? Yes, that's the uh, Travis Scott. That's where he was performing live, and uh, apparently security was a bit lax, and uh, and some folks died uh, due to some very poor crowd control. And, and of course, there were these uh, stories about how Travis Scott was actually doing some sort of Ritual. Uh, uh, so I, I know some of the some of the broad strokes on it. Yes. Ace Frehley uh, is a proponent of that. Uh, yes, uh, Ace Frehley, uh, of course, an original sorry. an original member of my favorite band, Kiss, uh, also uh, believes these things. Uh, he is no longer in the band, however. I don't think Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons would put up with it. But uh, did Satan kick him out? Uh, 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 no, he he left. Um, yeah. Well, Just ma- checking. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, but yes, uh, so uh, we are somewhat familiar with that, uh, Big Steve. Well, Gene Simmons was a Trump supporter, was he not? Yeah, not well, anymore. The, uh, oh, the Rolling, <laughs> yeah, the Rolling Stone magazine had an article in November 2021 with the headline: "Satan, not Travis Scott, is to blame for Astro World, the Astro World tragedy." TikTok geniuses declare, and people said that the stage, the backdrop of Travis Scott's performance, the stage was in the shape of an inverted cross and there was a portal behind Travis Scott, right? It was a portal That's to help. The, t- the tour was a portal. And Travis, oh. yeah, Travis Scott wore a shirt at the, uh, at the concert that showed human figures walking through a door, think a portal, and emerging with Porns. Yeah, like Dima. But with porns? Uh, can I just say if porns. You, if you if you go oh. on to if you go on to the Matt Connaughton Unleashed Facebook page and uh, you go to the page and there is uh, go over to the left and there's a menu and you hit more. That will pop up and then you hit community. I've posted some stuff of uh, pictures the pictures of from the concert, some tweets and uh, certain information, like uh, uh, other information, that might elucidate why the Christian right believes, you know, we're at the end of times, and there is a portal of, a demonic portal did of the White House. Did you say it causes hallucinations? What? You said hallucinate. When did I say that? You said hallucinate. I, I don't remember saying hallucinate, but of course... Uh, did you yeah, say elucidate? Elucidate, yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's one of the words I like to use around the gonzo because it befuddles them. I like But, you know, I have a slur. I slur my language. It's a good word. But actually, 
a part of uh, when you go to a real rock concert or anything, hallucination, either taking drugs or joining into the mob mentality or whatever you want to call it, you know, you just lose yourself. Yes. You like should Eminem. look up. You could. You, you probably do hallucinate, particularly uh, my baby boom generation. You should, you should look up the Into the Grave Festival. Really? That I went to in the Netherlands. <laughs> but, you know, there There's is... There's definitely some portal activity going on there, man. Well, let's yeah. just say, you know, we grew up and you came of age when we had Tipper Gore, and, you know, cracking down on music and everything. And so to us, it's a big joke about backwards voices and even yeah. the Beatles and, and, and Led Zeppelin, you know, satanic influence and everything. But, you know, I also grew up with Ozzy Osbourne and Ozzy definitely was into black magic. And so was, was it Robert Plant that owned Aleister Crowley, who's the... He the owned him? No, he owned the mansion of Aleister Crowley, the oh. great black magician. And, you know, he dab people dabble in the, in the stuff and everything. But uh, we're laughing to us that, you know, we listen to this stuff. We didn't be, uh, dedicate our lives to Satan. Right. But to true believing Christians believing end of times. That's this weekend. And drawing on the architects. Yeah, gas just hit four ninety nine. No, no, the planets are going to align this weekend. It's the end. That's a 2001 they align. No, no, yes, but no, no. now this is the real one. It's uh -oh. coming this weekend. Well, uh, yeah. so, so, mm -hmm. so Big Steve, is it your contention then that this, uh, so I, I'm not feeling any better about this. Are you suggesting that uh, the satanic portal is real? Yes, well, I think there's something to it. Um. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. I would also note, have you guys heard anything about a portal being opened at CERN, C-E-R-N? That's the big super collider the Haldon that's collider. over in Europe. You know? I've I've been reading about that for, actually, it seems like it's been a couple of decades now that there's uh, th th these ideas that if they turn that on, or they've already turned it on, but if they do something with it, that a portal might open like and, black and, and kill all of us. Yes, yes. Uh, the you mean yep. the European Organization for Nuclear Research? Right, and it's I think believe it's That's in it. Switzerland. And it look if and if yep. you go on the Matt Connors and Facebook page and go to the postings, you'll see a picture of uh, the the tunnel in CERN. Yes, and then you look at the portal in at the concert, and they're evocative. Oh, my goodness. Uh, by the way, so uh, joining us via Skype, our friend uh, Dirk Don from uh, the, the great state of Iowa uh, has joined us. Hi, Dirk. Howdy, howdy. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the satanic uh, portal? Um, this kind of stuff is why people within the, the Church of Satan have to be active in uh, cleaning up the messes that conspiracy theorists will, will spout out. Oh, that's... Um, we've been having to correct so much misinformation all, all the years, and it's just one more thing to add to the pile. Well, first of all, the uh, Church of Satan comes out of Anton LaVey, who was a huckster who ripped off, uh, you know, who, left, who 
ripped off Aleister Crowley, as did L. Ron Hubbard. And what we're talking about is archetypes and what why Christians might believe this, you know? I, I we're not understand. talking into uh, religious ideologies. <laughs> I understand why, why you try pushing the idea of, of Aleister Crowley. A lot Which of people in the true. church also think that Crowley was a junkie who used women for sex. Well, um, no, my point is is that Anton LaVey created the Church of Satan, and Anton LaVey was a hustler. He also claims to, like, we've seen Marilyn Monroe's ghost and everything. He's a well-known hustler who just, you know, basically snatched some uh, from uh, Thelema and the OTO and created his own religion in San Francisco. Well, now I have a question. I'm, Not really. Like, oh yeah. There, there was, there may have been a slight inspiration from what Crowley built, but. Not really. There's not oh, much yeah, there. Oh, yeah, sure. And there's nothing of that in Scientology. Well, well now, I have, a, I have a question for Dirk. Now, Dirk, uh, as I think you know, I like to uh, I like to think of myself as very perceptive. About so, Satan? No, but I, I have a, a specific question. Dirk, uh, just uh, based on your opening uh, comments, I, I'm getting the impression, and please tell me if I'm wrong, that you're, um, is it safe to assume or to presume, I should say, that you're a bit skeptical about the Satanic portal? Well, Satanism is actually an atheistic religion. Oh. You mean your satanic church? No, I yes. mean Satanism We're not talking is an about, atheistic religion. You John, can't, con- you, you you can't speak for all about. Satanists. Come on. Yes, I, can, I, sure. I am actually speaking for all Satanists about this. All Satanists before, all over and all no, times. Before the codification of Satanism in 1966, there was no <laughs> established religion of Satanism. A guy that was a hustler from, uh, at the, uh, the arcades in San Francisco. It doesn't make a difference. It does make a difference. Of course it makes a difference to people that are look, look into this stuff and study it. I've studied Crowley for years, and so is I'm, Big I'm Steve. I'm sure you did, John. Right, sure we did. I, I don't make it a religion, you know. It's, see, we're, we're having an analogy with the—we're talking about the fundamentalist Christians that will believe because Wait, of I under, got, of So times. I have a question for you, Derek. No, seriously— so what do you call people who believe there is a Satan and believe that they're worshiping that entity? Christians. <laughs> it's, right. it's just a, it's a con. It's a huckle. It's an it's end just, game. It's just oh. Christianity, but we're worshiping the, the guy that by lore is supposed to lose on, on the big holy fight. Well, uh, we Satan and... Variants. But no, there was no established religion of Satanism before the codification in 1966. By Anton LaVey. Just say it by Anton LaVey. I don't have to. Why don't you have to? Why can't you say Anton because LaVey? Because I don't have to. Right. Yeah. Another true believer. I just, I just have to say though. Our, I mean, I mean, the, the theology is uh, uh, fascinating to me. But are none of you Satan. concerned that while we argue about this, the satanic portal burns? As he's, we pro- he's probably helping opening it up. What do we do? No. I said as I winked to Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I need popcorn. Uh, uh, big, big, big Steve, uh, what, do you have any thoughts on what, uh, what Dirk has brought to the table? Dirk is clearly a skeptic and does not believe in the satanic portal. What say you, uh, sir? Although he s- believes in Satan, mm. but won't mention Anton LaVey's name. No, he no, said no, 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 John, don't get it wrong again. Mm. We don't believe in actual, in actual Satan. Okay. Oh, Jesus, what? Well, well, it's an atheist organization is what he's saying. Well, we'll come Ooh. back. It's- We'll come. We'll come back Coffee. to that. We'll come back to that. We have Big Steve on the phone, and I, and I want to know and if, he's bigger than you, if he'd like to uh, comment on anything that uh, Dirk has said. Uh, go ahead, Steve. Well, I would say people have been skeptical about the existence of UFOs for a long time, 
And since 2017, the New York Times came out with an article, and the Pentagon and the Navy have both said that UFOs are now real. So there's an example of people took a skeptical point of view about the existence of UFOs, but things have changed in the past few years. And uh, Congress recently had a hearing, I think it was last week, to discuss UFOs. So there's an example of something that uh, scientific people did not believe in UFOs, and now they're changing their position. Now, wait a minute. Well, here. They they said they, there's a big difference between believing or, or that there's a possibility of other intelligent life that can travel, you know, like we do, but maybe better, um, and believing that there is an all-powerful being that never dies and grows and does things and or lives in hell with smoke and fire and stuff that's different well it's analogous to it we're talking about the extra which is scientifically absolutely plausible that there could be other beings out there or what have you that can travel yeah big difference between that and believing that there's some entity with with horns and yeah, but uh, the tail and there is uh, the idea that uh, goes back that uh, the gods that came here were from another planet. That's that's inherent isn't in that a Zenu? lot of speculation. Zenu? It's a Z, isn't it? Isn't that Zenu? Zenu, that's a Scientology thing, isn't right. it? It's He's, all, right. It's also the alien oh, okay. that came yeah. and put aliens and, in a volcano. And Mormonism. You know, every Mormon, I guess, male Mormon has their own planet. Mm-hmm. Really? Isn't Xenu? That's Mormon, I think. No, no, that's Mormon. Scientology is Xenu. Well, there's certain <laughs> archetypes that are shared and people that like develop their own religions and within time, historic times, so you actually can see it evolving, borrow the certain archetypes. Right. Because Joseph Smith, as Big Steve said last week, you know, an angel appeared to him. And uh, and later, Joe Fromage... Fr- who was the big uh, entrepreneur in the Silicon Valley, then went public that he had been visited by a alien. But it, see, it's not an angel now in 2000. It's now it is an alien. And he lost. He eventually lost his company because well, of that. So we're just talking about there are archetypes shared through history. Like, what is Ezekiel's wheel? What about Jacob's ladder? We're not talking, you know... We're not here to validate the religion of fundamentalist Christians. It's why do they believe such a thing? Because they do believe, and it's and it's quite potent to believe. Hmm. And you can explain it because it seems absurd to us, right? Right. But uh, does it seem absurd to us because we need to uh, comfort ourselves and not be afraid of this satanic portal? Like I appreciate, I appreciate Which is over the Supreme Court. Uh, I appreciate Dirk's uh, skepticism because I also want to believe there is no danger. But Steve. What do we do, assuming for a moment that this is all uh, real? Uh, what do we do about it? How do we close the portal? Well, uh, who was it that I think it was Roger Stone who said that we have to pray to close the portal? Yes. Now the other thing I would uh, the other thing I would say is that uh, the guy who is head of the Pentagon program to investigate UFOs, who resigned, and then has uh, been public speaking about UFOs. He said that there were Christian fundamentalists high up in the military who were trying to suppress this information because they believe it's demonic activity. Right. The, right. The, so right. these are actual reports. 
I was just mm. stunned. I was reading a CIA report. They're they're releasing all sorts of information. How so is the that CIA the one that you were sharing there. before that had to do with the crustaceans or a crucifix? No, or? that's the Rosicurians. Who you know, that's another. It's an archetype that of religion. That's another religion that was created. Like I said, uh, uh, they advert. They actually did advertise in the back of like Popular Mechanics. You know, it, I, but Rosicurianism, which means the rosy cross, that go, they claim to be. You know, go back thousands of years. So many groups, like Masons, you know, all go back to uh, Solomon's Temple. Now, when you read, like, I go back to Vikings. Al- Alistair, <laughs> I think a lot of us, though, if you're in anywhere in, in Europe, and even all the way down to southern Russia. But uh, Alistair Crowley once wrote that the, for some reason, you know, God, God took this insignificant people in the desert, the Israelis, and gave them uh, the secret, the word, or whatever. And uh, it's just there are archetypes through religions. Uh, Joseph Campbell, who was a Jungian, talked about it. And these things that happen, what we're talking about now, in London during the Great Plague in the 17th century, people look up and they see angels with flaming swords. On uh, the battlefield of World War I, they look up and there's God, you know, God's there and stuff. Marlon Brando supposedly bought film from World War I above the... You know, that there was a God, that they actually took pictures and stuff. And you notice that Stone's saying, oh, go and take pictures of this. Mm. So what you, these are things that go through all sorts of cultures. There's so commonalities. And if we go to Jung, these are archetypes. These are things that are just intrinsic in human consciousness. Um, Dirk, would you be able to put a hex on the portal? But see, you're, <laughs> you don't want to explain the stuff. You want to uh, make fun of it, which is... Which is the natural thing to do. Mm. I'm, I'm not sure what kind of hex I'd put on a portal. Ah. Yeah, but, but we've you heard can't... that Dirk's hexes work really well. Mm-hmm. Just saying. How can he put on a hex if he's if he doesn't believe in anything? There's a bunch of videos of people saying Dirk did it. Oh, I'm not can, kidding. Oh, he can hex. I'm not kidding. He can hex. The jealous one has done at least six videos talking he's about Dirk. Well, we hex. can't talk about it. That Dirk, Dirk hexed him. except for the stuff that we have the uh, argument over, Alistair Crowley and the, he who shall not be named. I love you and the stuff that you put out, and oh, uh, I enjoy your videos <laughs> and the stuff on your site. Absolutely. But see, the thing is, is uh. Just to why do people think this? Because these people are going to be a very potent political force that's in the coming up election in 2024. Yes, yes. I'll just say one maxim of political science I've never forgotten is a society fails, like the Soviet Union, when the people can no longer plan on a future. And does that describe the lot of many Americans right now being crushed by uh, inflation, you don't think that's ever things. happened before? Like, I don't know, maybe have you during ever had, the Depression? I, yeah, I w- that, was, that was almost 100 years ago, wasn't it? My parents would be in their 90s now. They were born then. So I have a, a question for Big Steve. Yeah, they had a fascist movement in the United States. It was called the Silver Shirts. Steve, are there other examples of, of something like this, a, a phenomenon like this, like the satanic portal that uh, Roger Stone uh, <laughs> Uh, apparently uh, believes is real, and it sounds like you're open to it, but you're not convinced. And he doesn't but, believe it's real. He's but, just hustling. Uh, but uh, Roger Stone, of course, is hustling. The, yes, the Christians believe it. But, uh, uh, but but are there other examples of similar unexplained phenomenon, uh, Big Steve? The just because deal. 
Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. They said lowering drug prices was a fight we couldn't win. The big drug companies have billions of dollars and an army of lobbyists. But AARP stood with our 38 million members and forced the drug companies to lower drug prices. It's a victory for all Americans. But Big Pharma won't give up, so neither will AARP. Join our fight at aarp.org slash fierce defender. That's aarp.org slash fierce defender. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, last time we talked about the Maury Island incident, which was uh, in 1947. And I find parallels between that uh, UFO encounter and what Ezekiel describes as the chariot throne in the book of Ezekiel. And in the book of Revelation, in the Maury Island incident, the strange thing about the UFOs is that one of them spewed out ash, coals, slag-like material that was hot. And it was, uh, why would a UFO spew that kind of material out? And you see in the book of Revelation, they talk about an angel who goes to an altar that's got coals, ash, fire, and it puts it in a vessel, and then it dumps it out into the earth, right? It's very similar to what happened in Maury Island in 1947. And I think what was going on there was some kind of a ritual to open a portal. When that portal was opened, that's when nine UFOs were seen by Kenneth Arnold on June 24th, 1947. And so something came through that was observed as these strange craft. Some and type then of energy. Two weeks later, you had the Roswell incident, right? So I think there was a portal that was open, similar to what's described in the Bible, with Ezekiel's chariot and this angel in the Book of Revelation who pours out this ash and coals onto the earth. And you I, three, does that make sense? You have to remember yeah. Maury Island. The FBI investigated it, and the, the Maury Island is considered the hoax, you know. But the FBI went up there because they sent from California, the Air Force went up there, got the material, and as the B-25 Mitchell bomber is coming back, it crashed. So there's all the stuff. The FBI, even J. Edgar Hoover, you know, there's documentary evidence, was interested in it. But they never prosecuted these guys that they later say are hoax. But, but the thing is, you have to understand, you know, I'm reading the documents now in the last week, but CIA is talking about this stuff in the 50s, in like 1952. There's all these UFOs over Washington. I remember reading that as a kid and there was such an alarm. The CIA was investigating too. You know, I'm reading documents where they have like a terminology that I know what it is. I'm thinking, geez, yeah. this is re real stuff and everything. You know, Richard so, Russell that was a U.S. senator in 1955, was visiting Soviet Union, and he saw a flying saucer. Richard Russell was the mentor of LBJ. He was one of the most powerful men in the world. I mean, this guy was non, no nonsense. He was a master of the Senate, and there, people are seeing all this stuff, and everybody's like in federal government. It's going bonkers because, first of all, they're trying to develop 
early warning systems, you know, because the Soviets now have the bomb and mm -hmm. missile technology and stuff. And this stuff, what? how do you deal with it? But uh, what, what, like, Steve or, or what I would be trying to say when you're trying to understand this, these phenomena, we're not talking, I don't, I don't believe in a Satan. There's no stuff. That's their shtick, you know, that's mm -hmm. their bag. That's how they interpret the a certain type of energy as mm -hmm. demonic. But mm -hmm. like Steve's saying, there's these people who are distinguished engineers and they're declassified the stuff. Oh, well, there are people in the Pentagon that believe this is demonic energy and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there is the stuff where you brought it up last week where people, where they're, the CIA and the people are talking. And, you know, they have like one of the, the number three guy in the CIA, they give him this portfolio, mm -hmm. is that if people, people are already talking about it and stuff, that to actually talk about it would create a panic. Yes. Because you already had the panic because the Soviets, you know, they stole the A-bomb from us and they exploded it in 1949 and you had the Korean War within less than a year. But we exploded the H-bomb in 52 and they had the H-bomb within six months. Mm -hmm. So everybody's like freaking out. You had the McCarthy period. The, when they executed uh, the Rosenbergs, the judge said, you know, you guys are responsible for all the deaths in the Korean War, all the American soldiers and stuff. So it's just, you just try to understand it, stuff. It's not like, this is, yeah. I don't believe there's Satan or anything. Yeah. Can, can I, yeah, can I have a question to this here? Um, Steve, when we're talking about portals and UFOs here, like portals, uh, uh, like demonic or satanic portals, are we talking about the idea of a, a portal opening up and then uh, agents of hell coming out in UFOs? Yes. Okay. You're basically describing yeah, it, it, the video game Doom. Mm -hmm. That's an end of what, time what you're talking, scenario. What you're talking about is the video game Doom. Well, the video game well, you're talking people, about... Yeah, comes well, after all this stuff. Well, yeah, the let, let, let's let uh, Steve react uh, to, to uh, Dirk or respond, rather. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, there's a lot of literature that's been written about the connection between UFOs and Crowley and Jack Parsons and some rituals that he was doing, right? So JPL. Crowley died in 1947. So it seems to be a connection between occultism, nuclear technology like Hiroshima and Nagasaki in the beginning of the modern UFO area, 1947 in the state of Washington. And do you think, do you think that Crowley was a Satanist by chance? Oh, Jesus. He's, he was a magus. Was he a Satanist? Right. Uh, I'm not, it, I guess it depends on what the definition of a Satanist is, right? Okay, because um, no, he he developed his own religion called Thelema, which was based off of a wide range of different occult beliefs. I, I'm not sure yeah. what what Crowley actually has to do with any of this. Uh, the Jack Parsons Jet Propulsion Laboratory, Pasadena. Have you ever heard of Jack Parsons? No. Right. What about L. Ron Hubbard? Oh, everyone knows. Yes, him. I, I yes, I know about L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, it's just you know. Steve, yeah, uh, Jack, Jack Parsons was head of the OTO in L.A. He was Crowley's man right. in L.A. The OTO, you know what the, uh, that is, uh, Dirk. Dirk, okay. we're not a ta It's uh, it, you know, I no, don't believe there's I, any satanic. But I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to like, explain. I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I'm steel manning what what Steve is talking about here, because at first, at first in this discussion, we're talking about two completely different ideas here of UFOs and portals. So. Yeah. I'm trying to like crystallize what we're talking about. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is uh, a, a very uh, a fair uh, thing to do, certainly. Uh, I mean, well, so why don't you um, speak to that, uh, Big Steve? I mean, is that uh, what 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 does this all mean? This if if this portal is real, is it um, as Dirk described, where there's going to be uh, agents of hell uh, coming out, or, or like in the video <laughs> the, game, the video game Doom, the Biden administration? Mm, no. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's angels and demons because you know in the book of Revelation, there's a portal which is in chapter four. It talks about a door opening in heaven, and then John is taken up to see what's going to happen in the future, right? So there's a doorway, also known as a portal, up in heaven, and so through that portal, the angels act on the earth. They pour out vials. They uh, cause uh, a third of the oceans to turn blood red, et cetera, et cetera, right? So from this other dimension in the heavenly realm, they have influence upon the earth through a portal. That's what's described in the book of Revelation. Which end of times, mm-hmm. which is very vital to fundamentalist Christians, which are one of the bulwarks for some reason of, of Trump, you know? Who, oh, if, yeah. if, to, to me, if there was a Satan, it'd, it'd be well, Trump, although he's starting to look better with that gasoline would, uh, prices. That would, that, that, that would explain why he's orange. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, if you look at the book of Revelation, it's, it's like, you know, the angels are participating in the destruction of the earth because it's the wrath of God. Uh, so it's angels and demons working together to turn this world into hell, a living hell, yeah. Uh, Dirk is uh, clarified in the chat room in Doom, uh, the humans bring engineers to Mars where they accidentally open a portal to hell and you have to uh, yeah. you have to go close it. Well, that's an archetype that's used in popular culture. Popular yeah. culture is full yeah. of it. Uh, uh, Steve can tell you about the movies that came out in the early, the idea of flying saucers and that. But the point is, is uh, for me at least, you know, I'm just trying to ex- it, understand what they are. For me, you know, on the face of it, it's ridiculous. Wait, wait. But you tr- have to under- trying to understand how, what they believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, I like this uh, movie from Walt Disney back in 1979 called The Black Hole with Ernest Borgnine, Maximilian Schell, and Anthony Perkins from Psycho. <laughs> and, <laughs> and in this movie, we've got a review. Black Hole, they go into... Hell. Okay, so there's a movie you could watch on how a portal is uh, a, the a black hole is a portal into hell, right? That's what's depicted in the film. Now they say that's what's going on in CERN. What film is this? Like it's based on fact? these particles it's not based on it's fiction. Black hole. The black hole. Yeah, it was a okay. um, movie yeah. that came out in the Star Wake of Star Wars. Yeah, and so so at CERN where they they collide these particles at a high speed, they create many black holes, you know, very small black holes. And a black hole could be a portal into another dimension, which opens, let's say, a gateway. That's why people are concerned about what's going on in CERN. Is it possible that through these many black holes, a portal is going to be open to another dimension? Yes. Well, Uh, the whole idea of portals, once again... Yeah. Uh, 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 we used there's the fame we used to have uh, when you, we did back to back shows. We had the Mike uh, Wallace 1957 interview 
with uh, Aldous Huxley. What's that music? That's uh, Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Ooh, there we go. And uh, <laughs> if it's after 1991, right. I don't know. But Aldous Huxley, The Doors of Perception. If you take ayahuasca or something, you do experience like going through a portal. It's oh. just... Oh yeah, you you went well. You're hallucinating. You're hallucinating on this, but, but it's like the going, god. That's just it's the god. The you know, uh, brew. I know people that have taken it, and you go through. I've never taken a hallucinogen myself because I'm so uh, f bombed up. Uh, I was told never to take a hallucinogen. But you know, I'm just talking about the experiences people go through. Uh, Aldous Huxley experimented with LSD extensively at the latter part of his life. And he ta- that's where the doors, or Jim Morrison, they get the thing about the doors of perception, opening doors or portals or stuff. It's an archetype that goes through many cultures for, for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Yes. And so, to some people, this is a... I would think that you would project it into reality, you know? Hmm. All right. But, uh, yeah, so... He- yeah, go ahead, uh, yeah, so Steve. Yeah, I was going to say, so in the book of Revelation, you could think of it like a portal to heaven is open, and all these terrible things come down on the earth. So, Matt, you're saying you're concerned about the discussion of a portal above the White House and the bad things that could come through that. Well, if you look at the book of Revelation, they're talking about a portal up into heaven, and the angels are sending things down to destroy things of the earth, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you're concerned about, and that's what the book of Revelation is talking about. Hmm. Well, uh, and that's what it, they believe. Why would it be above the uh, the White House? Why the United States instead of Israel, for instance? Good question. Why 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 us? I mean, maybe it's just some good old fashioned American exceptionalism. But uh, that is a great question, Dirk. Uh, what what uh, what say you, uh, Big Steve? Well, we're we're the most you know we're a powerful country. We were ground zero for the UFO stuff in the modern era in the state of Washington. State of Washington was also ground zero for COVID in the United States, right? We had the first case of COVID out here in Washington. So the aliens did um, it? What's that? Does that mean, that, do you believe that, that it was brought here from another dimension or alien or something? Yeah. COVID? Yeah, I think, I think there's a possibility. I mean, people talk about COVID being engineered, you know, being engineered as a biotechnology right well who engineered it who did in the book of revelation they talk about the angels who have these vials that they pour out onto the earth so is it possible that covid could be engineered in a different realm that comes through a portal to the earth similar to how the ufos i'm saying came through a portal back in 1947 in the state of washington well, I find it curious that COVID starts in Washington, too, for the United States. And so why would it be the United States where this portal would be above the White House? Maybe it's not just the United States. Like, it's influencing multiple locations. It could be happening in Israel. Uh, it's certainly happening at CERN. It could be happening in Russia. For example, you, Putin has recently talked about the Satan II missile. All he needs is four missiles to destroy the United States. That's true. He did four call it Satan II missiles. He did call it Satan II. Well, now I'm starting to worry. Yeah. Now that you bring that up, Steve, 
What if he's able to launch those uh, Satan II missiles through the portal and directly into the White House? I mean, talk about uh, first strike capability. I mean, that's uh, that we're really we're completely effed, uh, to put it bluntly. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, so yeah, so so going back to Dirk's comment, I don't think it's happening in one location. I think it, you know it could be happening in multiple places around the world. Well, uh, all right. One of the th- one of, one of, one of, yeah, one of the things we talked about with uh, the nuclear, the UFO influence. There's been credible military people coming out talking about the interference of UFOs in missile silos, both in the United States and Russia. So what they did in the United States is they shut down our missile systems. Meanwhile, over in Russia, they turned on their missile systems. So is it possible that this extraterrestrial force is going to manipulate people on Earth to attack one another? Hmm. And, Why would they do right? that? Why would they do that? Our destruction. Hmm. Why can't they be a positive force? That'd be Why nice. can't they be keeping the world from destruction? That'd be yeah. That's what I would Why think. Why is it always going to be a bad thing? Why oh. can't we ever have a good story? I would think huh? that the, I would think that UFOs uh, <laughs> would be a positive force. That's why, like Gary Newman's song, since I was 20 years old, I'm praying to the aliens because we, we the certainly aliens put need the help. Dome over the flat Earth. Right, well, because I want them to come rain money or something. Well, the money no, no, uh, doesn't go with our uh, spiritual cast right now. That's, That's right. Roger my Stone. But, you know, what the angels say, came, uh, Ezekiel's will, not to help the uh, the tribes of Israel, oh, you know? Oh. They were a positive thing. Well, they yeah, were what, a positive thing. Why happened? do they have to be negative? Go ahead, Steve. What happened to the angels... Yeah, what happened to the angels that were in Sodom and Gomorrah? You mean the aliens? Oh. Because I, yeah. I would use the word I'm the aliens. I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. They're throwing us a curve there. <laughs> they got sodomized? All right. Let's, that's for the other I people of Sodom and Gomorrah. I the people of Sodom and Gomorrah were ready to just clap them alien cheeks. <laughs> oh my god. They got a bombed. That's that's for the other oh, show. Oh, oh, I see. And, what you and did what's there. her name going? I see what oh, you did Jesus. there. That I was didn't, good. I didn't even know. You didn't even think about that, did you? And oh, that was uh, good. Oh, I, I, there was an Archie Bunker clip about uh, Lot's wife being turned into a pillar of salt oh, yes, somewhere. Yes. That's just hilarious. <laughs> he got pillar. And then of course he uh well we're getting to Archie Bunker just the, uh he uh <laughs> Thinking about Archie. Yes. I'll tell you about it up in the during the break because there's a really funny, another funny quote. But I, I would say, why does it have to be? Why does it have to be negative? And to Dirk Don, to me, when I look at the stuff, I think of Satan and Jehovah is the exact same. You know. Hmm. And uh, Maybe I equate them both with each other. Well, I, I, I worship like, other gods. <laughs> when, when we talk about Satan, though, we don't just mean the Christian sense of of Satan. We discuss it as as the uh, the term for the adversary so it's it's more than than just right like the yin yang right yeah I, I i would agree that's more of a logical thing i don't believe in uh, what the uh, fundamentalist christians or a lot of christians believe that there is an actual satan you know on your shoulder or something i think uh, you know Beelzebub. more like uh, you know it's just it's it's the it's the same entity Hmm. The same entity, whether you call it Jehovah and Satan. Ooh. Wasn't Lucifer a beloved of God? 
you know, the uh, the uh, book of Genesis is such a mishmash of oh, yeah. uh, different sources that the nineteen late 1950s gloss on the Bible by the Catholic Church that was published under Pius XII, the so-called intellectual pope, uh, it just, because it's not literal to Catholics, the Bible in any way, they point out, like, the, the story about Adam and Eve in the garden. This comes from a multiple so- sources, you know, and they mention them all, and they take a bit here and take a bit there, and take. And that's why there's such inconsistencies. And uh, but it always appeared to me, Dirk, that Satan and so-called, yeah, oh yeah, and that they're influenced, of course. If you're in the, if you're in captivity in Egypt, you're going to absorb Egyptian mythology, which is so central. That was to uh, Alistair Crowley, of course. Mm-hmm. But well, uh, I just think of. If you call it Jehovah and Satan, is the same entity. And by splitting, that's kind of, well, I guess that's what people do. A mm-hmm. Manichean, a good, bad look at reality. But Jung said about the God, Jehovah of the Old Testament, it's not a matter of somebody that's bipolar or a manic depressive. It's somebody suffering from multiple personality disorder. And that's because it's a synthesis, as Jenny, you know, just met, touched on of many gods i thought Uh, the holy trinity was enough there um but but the the whole thing of like why does it have to be a a bad thing that the aliens are or the yeah i think it's a good thing if they're here why like there's also the third option uh which is discussed more from the pulp writings of um um lovecraft where these these ginormous beings don't hate you or love you. They're actually very indifferent about you, which can yes. be even more dangerous. Steve, uh, Steve is into it was uh, Lovecraft, weren't you, Steve? Or have you like shot yourself yeah, out I've there re- listening to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've read I've read some H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, we are. Th- this has been. This has been. Uh, Otherworldly, jeez, it went by. But we are oh, it went by fast. <laughs> but, but we are we are rapidly uh, approaching uh, the top of the hour, so we need to get to uh, Eric Pilcher's classic film review. But uh, I want to thank you both, uh, Big Steve. Uh, thank you so much. You you didn't really uh, make me feel better about the Satanic Portal. You actually made me uh, uh, feel even more frightened. But uh, but at least I'll be better prepared for uh, for when it. Uh, you have to get food buckets. Food buckets, yes, yes. So, uh, uh, hey, can I invite both Dirk and Steve to be on uh, my show? Go ahead, and you could two could debate each other. Talk It'd be away. interesting. Oh yes, but Dirk, we agree more, more, uh, I guess, than we disagree on. But I am just a contentious, obstreperous, cantankerous Grumpy. person, as Matt can testify to. But he's a very well, nice. Person. Well, no, what John, <laughs> what you do, what you do, John, actually makes for good radio. Um, like, I always hate that you, because it, <laughs> yeah, if okay. you want to get into any of this kind of stuff, you have to be able to work with banter. Yeah. Yes, Matt is good at that. I am good at the filibustering, and I can only be stopped <laughs> oh by God, two people Trump and Jim O'Connell. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Jim O'Connell can now talk you. All right. And Trump. Big, big Steve, thank you so much. Uh, stimulating as always. And uh, Dirk Don, uh, thank you, my friend. Do you have any live streams coming up uh, that you want to plug? Um, I don't know about any live streams coming up soon unless Acer Thorn. Well, actually, no, Acer Thorn has been ma- like magnificently uh, screwing up uh, in the courts again. Like oh. he, he, 
the way that he writes his court documents as he's representing himself is insane. Um, where he writes things like, please read to the end as if the judges are not <laughs> supposed to do that. Oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> I doubt if they really do. <laughs> he's also begging the judges to side with him. Yeah. <laughs> just wait for the cliff notes to come out. Wow. Well, that's, that's remarkable. That is truly remarkable. All right. Well, uh, uh, gentlemen, thank you both. Uh, Big Steve, thank you. Dirk Don, uh, thank you. And uh, we, we really appreciate it. This has been, uh, this has been very uh, illuminating. I still say there's a portal, a uh, satanic portal over the uh, Supreme Court. Let's call oh. it demonic. We yeah. don't want to insult anybody's re- religion. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Dirk That's can right. get behind that one. <laughs> right. I didn't mean to disgrace Satan, who was beloved of God. So very All nice right. of you to make up with Dirk. Who is God? Yes. All right, guys. Thank you both uh, so much. We'll, okay. let you, we'll let you go. Take care. Yeah, okay, man. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Very interesting. So that was... Uh, our friend uh, Dirk Don, of course, from both the uh, Arrogant Media and the Java Fog YouTube channels. Lots of great content there. I suggest you subscribe on YouTube, and you'll get uh, you'll get some very good stuff. I think you'll like it. And of course, uh, Big Steve, uh, brought to us by our friend uh, John Hopwood. Yes, yes. Uh, my fa- one of my fa- my Facebook profiles on my iPhone because I don't have. I know I won't download an app, so I create yeah. new Facebook. It has been hacked. Yes, we're uh, we know. we're we're aware. Yeah, they've even contacted me. <laughs> oh, Which, really? What did they ask you this time? Uh, I turned it in for pretending to be you. Yeah, yeah. Melanie Liberté said, "This isn't this isn't you." She sent me the thing. You're too polite. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's oh, by the way, by the way, so uh, I opened with a song today. Uh, I was uh, "Ghost in the Basement" by Paul Nelson. I want to mention Paul Nelson is playing tonight at the Hopknot. So if you want to check out some live music, of course, you know, there's a lot going on on Fridays. Fridays are busy. You know, Jenny will be with us tonight for Retro Spectrum Radio. Uh, but you've also got uh, live music at the Hopknot. Paul Nelson is playing live. So I played uh, Ghosts in the Basement to open the show. But uh, funny coincidence, yesterday I opened uh, also with a Paul Nelson song, and the song that I opened with was called Go Down Ezekiel. Oh, no kidding. So that's... Uh, is that the... Ah, the, the it was divine it, intervention of you to play it. Yes. Is that the African-American spiritual? No. No, because no, there is a famous African-American spiritual about Ezekiel's will. No, it's no, an original. No. No, it's, it's, it's an original of his. But, it's a uh, local. Yeah. yeah, so Paul Nelson will be playing uh, tonight at the Hopknot. But uh, we need to uh, move on to some other things. Uh, we're going to do Eric Pilcher's classic film review. Uh, and this week he has reviewed for us Top Gun, the original, uh, a, f- a personal favorite of John uh, John Hopwood. Yeah. Are you leaving? No, I uh, need to. Uh, you, I drank a cup of coffee. Oh, okay. You just yeah. you zipped up. I I'm looking were... at that key over there, and uh, hopefully I won't leave it locked in. You don't need the key. We don't need the key. No, that's the third, key. Uses the other one. Third, we'll go use it now because we all gotta go. Third one down. <laughs> I don't. Uh, third one down is always open. Oh, okay. yeah. Don't you don't even need the key. Well, the one all with right. the key never has any paper. Oh uh, well, then really? it's better yeah, to use the, the uh, third one down anyway. Yeah. Well, so, is there an open window on the alley? No, I'm not no. particular. So we're going to uh, we're going to get to that. Eric Pilcher's classic film review this week. It is Top Gun, uh, and then we're going to show some love to our amazing sponsors, and then we will be back. With the rest of today's Matt Connerton Unleashed, it's a busy Friday. Uh, after us, of course, is Granite State of Mind. And then uh, coming up tonight at 7.30, Retrospectrum Radio with Polly C. And uh, Jenny will be with us live for the first time ever. So lots going on today to finish out the week. But here it is. This is Eric Pilcher's classic film review of the original Top Gun. SB 300, go get him, Matt. 
I'm going for missile lock. Let's see if we can scare this guy out of here. Come on, lock up, baby. Lock up, baby. Lock up. I got him locked. Bingo. We got him, Mav. He's bugging out and going home. Mustang, this is Maverick. Big Two is headed home. All right, what's their position? 180 miles, bearing 010, sir. Cougar, he's got missile lock on us. Get away from this guy. The hell is this shit? He's engaging me. God, Mustang, this is Ghost Rider 117. This bogey's all over me. He's got missile lock on me. Do I have permission to fire? Do not fire until fired upon. There they are, right below us. The Ming's in perfect firing position. He's right on Cougar's tail. No way, Goose. He'd have fired by now. He's just trying to piss us off. Maverick, get down here and get this all off me. Easy, Cougar. Bring it back hard right. Help me engage. I'm on my way. one of the richest decades in the history of cinema. It had such a wide array of genres that captivated audiences. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. You had John Hughes and his teen movies, such as 16 Candles, The Breakfast Club, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You had the pure schlock factor with films such as Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And you had testosterone-fueled action films with muscles and violence spearheaded by actors Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Then, in 1986, a film came that inverted the action genre. Released in 1986 and directed by Tony Scott, Top Gun stars Tom Cruise as aptly nicknamed pilot Pete Maverick Mitchell 
a hotshot naval pilot that is deemed risky and cocky by his superiors, but he is selected to attend the Top Gun Naval School and compete with the best of the best. The film co-stars Anthony Edwards as Maverick's radar intercept officer, Nick Goose Bradshaw. In my opinion, it is one of the greatest quote-unquote sidekick roles ever. Val Kilmer, as his rival at the flight school, Richard Iceman Kazansky, in Kelly McGillis, as an instructor at the school and later love interest of Maverick. In our next two scenes, we will see Maverick's cockiness on full display. First, in an introduction to the school, Mike Viper Metcalf, played by Tom Skerritt, advises the group of the school and we hear Maverick proclaim that he will win the top of the class trophy. Then in the following clip, Maverick explains his maneuver in a cocky, calculating manner that he made in our very first clip to Charlie, played by McGillis, who is in awe of what Maverick saw and did. Gentlemen, you are the top 1% of all naval aviators. The elite. Best of the best. We'll make you better. Fly at least two combat missions a day, ten classes in between, and evaluations of your performance. Now, in each combat sequence, you're going to meet a different challenge. Every encounter is going to be much more difficult. We're going to teach you to fly the F-14 right to the edge of the envelope, faster than you've ever flown before. More dangerous. Now, we don't make policy here, gentlemen. Elected officials, civilians do that. We are the instruments of that policy. And although we're not at war, we must always act as though we are at war. What are you doing? Tip the spear. Just wondering. Best to be sure. Who's the best? In case some of you wonder who the best is, they're up here on this plaque on the wall. The best driver in his reel from each class has his name on it. And they have the option to come back here to be Top Gun instructors. You think your name's gonna be on that plaque? Yes, sir. That's pretty arrogant, considering the company you're Yes, sir. I like that in the pilot. Just remember, when it's over out there, we're all on the same team. Gentlemen, this school is about combat. There are no points for second place. Dismissed. And now, Maverick boasts. Excuse me, Lieutenant. Is there something wrong? Yes, ma'am. The data on the MiG is inaccurate. How's that, Lieutenant? Well, I just happened to see a MiG-28. We, we Sorry. We happened to see a MiG-28 do a 4G negative dive. Where did you see this? That's classified. It's what? It's classified. I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Lieutenant, I have top secret clearance. The Pentagon sees to it that I know more than you. Oh, ma'am, it doesn't seem so in this case now, does it? So, Lieutenant, where exactly were you? Well, we Thank you. started up on his six when he pulled through the clouds, and then I moved in above him. Well, if you were directly above him, how could you see him? 
Because I was inverted. No, he was, man. It was a really great move. She was inverted. You were in a 4G. Inverted dive with a MiG-28? Yes, ma'am. At what range? No, about two meters. Well, it's actually about one and a half, I think. It was one and a half. I've got a great Polaroid of it. He's, he's right there. Must be one and a half. It was a nice picture. It was a nice picture. Lieutenant. What were you doing there? <clears throat> Communicating. Communicating. Keeping up foreign relations. That was, you know, giving him the bird. You know, the finger. Yes, I know the finger, Goose. I'm, I'm sorry. I hate it when it does that. I'm sorry. Excuse me. So you're the one. Unlike other action films and main action characters of the decade, this film has major human elements to it. These pilots are not the stoic, muscle-bound heroes that just rampage through enemies. They have flaws, and we see a true love and respect they have for each other, especially the flight tandems. In one of the most comedic scenes, outside of a sand volleyball scene, we see Maverick and Goose together at a bar after just arriving to the school. There, they make a nominal bet on picking up women, and then they work together to hopefully have Maverick woo Charlie with a serenade when he first meets her. We're gonna have a good time. Always. Okay, I guess it's my turn, isn't it? All right. The bet is $20. $20. All right. You have to have carnal knowledge of a lady this time. <laughs> On the premises. On the premises. Come on, Mav. That's a bet. I don't know. It just, uh, just doesn't seem fair. For you, I mean. But, uh, she's lost that love and feeling. She's like, No, she hasn't. Yes, she has. She has not lost that love. Because she's lost it, Matt. Come on. I hate it when she does that. Excuse me. Hey, hey, hey. Don't worry, I'll take care of this. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. There's no tenderness like before in your fingertips. You're trying hard not to show it, baby. But, baby. like you or something? No, it's my call sign. That's right, a naval aviator. Now, this would not be an action film without our leading man being put into a personal crossroad. And this film is no different. 
Maverick in this film has a great personal loss. This leads to him being haunted and thinking about quitting not just the school but being a pilot altogether. So he goes to seek advice from Viper who served with Maverick's father in Vietnam. In this brief clip we hear the humanity of these characters come forth and see the personal turmoil that is possible in their career choice. Is that why you fly the way you do? Trying to prove something? Yeah, your old man did it right. But I'm about to tell you, last of I could end my career. We're in the worst dogfight I've ever dreamed of. There bogeys like fireflies all over the sky. His F-4 was hit, he was wounded, but he could have made it back. He stayed in it, saved three planes before he bought it. How come I never heard that before? Well, that's not something the State Department tells dependents when the battle occurred over the wrong line on some map. So you were there? I was there. It's on your mind. My options, sir. Simple. First, you've acquired enough points to show up tomorrow and graduate with your Top Gun class. Or you can quit. There'd be no disgrace. That spin was hell. It would have shook me up. So you think I should quit? I didn't say that. The simple fact is you feel responsible for Goose, and you have a confidence problem. Now, I'm not going to sit here and blow sunshine up your ass, Lieutenant. A good pilot is compelled to always evaluate what's happened so he can apply what he's learned. Up there, we got to push it. That's our job. It's your option, Lieutenant. All yours. Sorry to bother you on a Sunday sermon. Thank you very much for your time. No At this point of the review, I generally speak to if the film was successful or not. With this film, I do not feel that it is needed. The fact that a sequel released 36 years after the release of the original, and it is shattering box office holiday weekend records, speaks to the much-deserved love and adulation this film has garnered. I will say there are parts of this film that are cheesy and predictable, much like a great deal of 80s cinema. Regardless, it does not take away from the true blue Americana action that blazes across the screen with a very 80s-based rock soundtrack. This film still holds gravitas to this day and is a great example of how an action film can have substance. I give this film a very high recommendation. I would like to invite you to join me next week as in honor of Jurassic World Dominion being released, we will take a look at the film that started it all, Steven Spielberg's Jurassic Park. For WMNH and Matt Connerton Unleashed, this has been a classic film review with Eric Pilcher.
on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. Bring your kitchen to life with Queen City Cabinetry. Located at 87 Elm Street in the historic Sunbeam Mall in Manchester. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They can be reached at 603-222-2007 or on the web at queencitycabinetrynh.com. Come see the possibilities. Queen City Cabinetry, another proud sponsor of WMNH. Clemento's Pizzeria, family friendly, awesome for a date night. Clemento's Pizzeria, for delivery call 603-782-8450. Clemento's Pizzeria, the best pizza in town. 1875 South Willow Street in Manchester, New Hampshire. Best cocktails around. Come in as friends and leave as family. This hour on WMNH is sponsored by CGI Business Solutions, located at 5 Dartmouth Drive in Auburn. They serve all your business needs, including employee benefits planning, corporate design and business administration, investments and wealth management, and customized business insurance solutions. Their phone number is 866-841-4600 or on the web at cgibusinesssolutions.com. WMNH, rip the knob off. Welcome back, everybody. We are well in hour number two, a numero dose of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. And hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe. You can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. Today is Friday. Uh, June 3rd, 2022. Uh, I'm not alone. Uh, Jenny is at the news desk. Present and accounted for. Yes. And over in the corner with the giant cardboard Peter Whitehead is our friend John Hopwood. Yes, wondering uh, whether his friend Big Steve... Uh, has spent a little too much time in the Great Pacific Northwest (laughs) pursuing UFOs and wrestling Sasquatch. Oh, oh my goodness. When we were on break, you you were were looking like you were getting divine 
Providence or something, you were making interesting faces. Maybe Glenn, uh, the uh, Glenn's portal uh, settled over my head. Oh my goodness! Mm, I'll be starting no to carry over mine. I'll start karaokeing. <laughs> well, my well, karaokeing. Yeah. Well, well Is you that can... really a word? Yeah, karaokeing. Karaokeing. Yes, the act of doing karaoke. Karaokeing. It's a verb. Okay. To karaoke. I don't know. Sounds wrong. Has Glenn started his professional karaokeing job yet? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. no. Last I heard, he was trying to work on his next album. Wasn't it going to be country? I don't know. The man in the Ferrari. Couldn't tell you. But it is Friday, so there's a lot going Boys on. Club. Of course, uh, coming up after this program is Granite State of Mind with the great Rob Azevedo. This week's show is uh, pre-recorded, and then uh, coming up tonight at 7:30 here at WMNH 95.3 Retro Spectrum Radio. With Polly C. Talk about a satanic portal oh. huh, with all that oh, rock, oh. that rock and roll music and it's Jenny, the devil's music. Jenny will be with us, but we have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? All right, so I'm guessing that if this is one of your most in, one of your most favorite subjects, so I bet you won't mind if I change to it. Uh, what, what what would that be? Depends on what it is. Aliens, you, Ukraine. We don't oh. care about Ukraine. We're talking hey. about the satanic portal over the White House. Well, there there could be a satanic portal over the Kremlin, and that would explain a lot. Uh, yes, could be uh, one over Kiev. Dave Ridley is on the line with us. Uh, yeah, what's on your mind, uh, Dave, regarding uh, Ukraine? So, and the best Ukraine stories are the ones that are related to New Hampshire, and this one is in an, in a very un, unusual way. Uh, did you did you cover much or? Keep an eye on uh, Lech Walensa's visit to New Hampshire last month. I saw some imaging I, of it. I saw some pictures of it. I, did, I didn't even realize that it happened. <laughs> that got past me. Uh, there's a gentleman named David Till who's been doing a lot for Ukraine, and I, I've I've been following him and following his postings. Okay. It, it wasn't publicized to like uh, just everybody in the press. It was just. Oh, kept okay. Tight it was kind of kept low key, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't even, uh, I didn't even know about it, uh, Dave. We, in fact, when someone told me about it, they they were talking about Lech Walensa giving a speech to the to the uh, legislature. I thought, I thought they meant the the, the national legislature, right in Congress. <laughs> it never even occurred to me that they were talking about New Hampshire. It took me a week or two to figure out that it even happened here. But yeah, you know, he, for those who don't know, he was the guy who sort of the, next to Ronald Reagan. He was probably the guy who did the most to sort of bring down the Soviet Union. Yeah, former uh, president of Poland. Correct. He was uh, a dissident, you know, in the 1980 era, and uh, he was all over the news in the early He was a 80s. trade union activist. Uh, yeah, union leader, a uh, very brave guy. Ship the ship, uh, Gdansk, you know. shipyard. Yeah. Um, anyway, but he made some interesting statements in front of the legislature related to Ukraine and related to the concept of independence. And uh, his statements to me were actually pretty disturbing. You know, whether I consider him a hero or not, that doesn't mean I'm going to agree with everything. So he was basically advocating for breaking up Russia as it stands, even though he's not a Russian, right? And he doesn't live in Russia. So he said, quote, Russia can be such a beautiful country, but not bigger than having 50 million inhabitants. So I think we are now standing the chance of giving this final blow and let us get down to work in order to pull the right triggers, unquote. So uh, so he's advocating for breaking up Russia, in it other must, words? There must have been a satanic portal over him. Oh, my goodness. When he made the speech. Oh. <laughs> Derek said it was somewhere else, but I can't tell you where. Hmm. In the chat room. Excuse me, demonic. Yes, yes. And, of course, 
in uh, the the New Hampshire legislature, you know, applauded him for for for, for this statement or one he made right before it, very similar. Uh, and I I thought it was kind of hypocritical that he he's you know they're applauding they they think it's great to break up Russia, which is none of their business in a sense. Yeah, but they don't. They don't want to uh, entertain the idea of New Hampshire independence from Washington. Oh, good lord! Oh, Here bo- we go. Oh my goodness! Now, Here what- we go. Well, let me ask you this because well, I'm give him, give, uh, let's give him a forum. Well, I'm I'm just oh go for it. I'm very, I'm just going to get more popcorn. I'm very curious. What is his um What is his argument for breaking up Russia? Why does he even want to do that? They broke up Germany after 1945 in the two countries, so it would never be a threat to the peace again. Now the new Germany was starting to arm itself. I'd say we should all be very scared. <laughs> is that what uh, is that what his argument was? Uh, like like Wallace's argument, uh, Dave, that they were a threat to peace. I don't want to. I don't want to put too many words into his mouth. But this other quote may may shed some light. So he says, "Quote: Russia in today's format is far too large a country, and on top of it, with a bad regime that's terrible. So that second strategy is that we need to force a new political." Russia is currently composed of about 60 different peoples, like the Ukrainians, former republics that over the centuries have been absorbed into Russia, Soviet Union on the way, and have been Russified. So I believe this alternative strategy may consist in awakening those people, motivating them to oppose Russia and make them want to break free from Russia, unquote. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's pie in the sky stuff, though, right? I mean, you know, it actually sounds nice, but yes, pie in the sky. Yeah, it's obviously not. But it, uh, but it not would going be nice. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, it's it's, well, it's interesting. Again, Go ahead. Go ahead he's, he's right. He's right in a sense. Of course, those people in Russia have the right to, you know, like Chechnya, they had the right to try and be independent and so forth if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that that's for them to decide. It's not for outsiders. Does it make sense? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah I don't but- know. I think the outsiders get a right to have an opinion when the, when they're talking about people that have invaded and and caused so much harm. I mean, like the I, United States and Iraq in two thousand four. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah, too. that's another country yeah. that might. I'm just going to and and the great novel. Uh, Slaughterhouse Five by Kurt Vonnegut. When Billy Pilgrim uh, is flashing, for, he travels in time because after he's been kidnapped by the Tralfmadorians and held in their zoo, and he becomes a time traveler. He goes backwards and forwards in time, and he's seen as a prophet. And around 1984, the novel was published in '69. He is giving speech to a small a republic of the Midwest, which the which uh, has the flag, and this is the Midwestern United States, of a Hereford cow on it, on a green background. And it's explained that uh, the United States was balkanized, that is, broken up, so it will never be a threat to peace again. And quote-unquote, after uh, Chicago was atom-bombed by uh, angry Chinamen, and I'm using a not politically incorrect thing Chinaman, but that was in the book. Okay. So this is during the Vietnam War and uh, the height of it when we are gen- having a gen- policy of genocide in Southeast Asia, which lots of corporations profited from. And so breaking up the United States, balkanizing it so it would never be a threat to the, pe- you know, the world peace again, was uh, embraced by, you know, even if in fiction, by Kurt Vonnegut. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Dave Ridley is not so far out of the mainstream if we send him back to a college campus in 1969.
Uh, I see. You okay. mean uh, uh, Lech, Lech, uh, Walesa is not so much out of the mainstream? No, we're talking about Dave Ridley. Well, Dave Because Dave is saying if, if, oh, if, for if new, that's for new Hampshire, policy, no. and yeah. we are at a de facto war with Russia, yeah. why not, uh, you know, why not break up the United States? I don't no. think New Hampshire could survive, but I, you know, if the whole former Confederacy went uh, had its own country, I wouldn't give a damn. I'd be I'd be happier. Wow. I, you know, and the, New Hampshire had New Hampshire had a strong independence movement before the Civil War, and it wanted to secede from the Union in in the eighteen twenties. Well, era, you know, no, you're talking over, about partly over. You're talking about the New Haven Convention over the War of eighteen twelve. New England threatened to secede from the United States. You have to understand that until what was called the North, the War of the Rebellion was won by Abraham Lincoln's United States. You know, nobody up to the time of even that, when they created the Constitution in 1789, people never thought that the United States and would actually survive as an entity because the North and South were so different. One is a, a proto-capitalist economy with Hamiltonianism, which is capitalism. Uh, high tariffs to protect the new industries, like right here in Amiskeag. <laughs> got it right. Ah, got very it right. good, yes. In the suzerain of uh, Amiskeag. That's right. And, uh, and the South was a semi-feudal producer of, uh, you know, raw material, cotton. Mm -hmm. Of, uh, what do you call that, Dave? Commodities. So nobody really thought, even Jefferson and them, that this would go on, that it would be, like, eternal. Yeah. It's Andrew Jackson... In uh, 1832, South Carolina, over the tariff of abominations. So you have a tariff to protect the new industries in New England. There aren't industries in the South. That's one of the reasons why they lost the Civil War. And England is, you know, wants to, is the greatest industrial power. And we have a mill here creating textiles. Yet in the real Manchester, that's producing stuff that can be sold here from southern cotton, much cheaper. So you create a tariff. And uh, in 1832, South Carolina threatened to secede over the tariff of abominations. It's just a violation of their rights as a sovereign state. Because huh. they used to say these United States with a low, you know, yeah. it didn't become the United States. And that's the, the movie, The Birth of a Nation, which was originally called The Klansman. Okay. You know, because yeah. after the Civil War, Everything straightened out. I mean, the victor rewrites history, right? Yeah, of course. So, but Andrew Jackson said, the Union's eternal, and I will head an army and go to South Carolina, where his own vice president, I think John Calhoun, who's just been written out of history last year, they, one of the greatest senators ever, and they took his statue down. You know, he was a slaveholder. Okay. And the ideology that... Ohio needs nurses now. Xavier University is offsetting the demand by offering individuals with non-nursing bachelor's degrees an accelerated path to the profession. With locations in Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus, our ABSN program enables adult learners like you to earn a respected Bachelor of Science in Nursing in 16 months. So what are you waiting for? There's no better time than now to step up and become a nurse. Search Xavier ABSN to apply. 
You already know the fun of King's Island. Blue ice cream for lunch, catching your breath between screams on the beast. But this summer at King's Island, this is 50. Don't miss their 50th anniversary celebration all summer long with new shows, new food, and new fun. It's King's Island's biggest summer yet. And now through August 14th, King's Island is turning up the excitement with a daily 50 Years of Fun street party. It features dancers, music, and more, commemorating the last 50 years. Make plans today at visitkingsisland.com of uh, that the slaveocracy he was one of the people that was a fundamental philosopher of it but he's you know i will take an army and i will subjugate south carolina and when he died he said one of his regrets was not hanging uh, john calhoun wow and, and hanging somebody else too i think henry clay he, he was a very volatile guy mm. but wow. uh, yeah so just, just- General General Jackson was and President Jackson as General Jackson and President Jackson the same guy. Right. He was a brave a brave guy, you know, and he had a lot of good ideas. But again, yeah, he he also was very violent uh, and very uh, uh, very hostile toward. But he was really di- toward the U.S. Con- toward the U.S. Constitution. No, he was, he, was he, constitu- he, had, he was quoted he was quoted as saying. I don't want to hear anyone talk about their constitutional rights as we're defending New Orleans here. But I don't remember the exact quote, but that's not true. You're making something up because New Orleans was in 1815. That's where he, you know, he defeated the British, even though the war was over, because you know it took months to find out stuff uh, from when they signed the treaty in the Netherlands in Ghent. The thing is, is that he was a. Uh, even though he's against the U- the Bank of the United States, which was fundamental to Hamiltonianism in the American system, he defended it. And, you know, if the South were to lose the market of uh, the South to British ex- imports and the raw materials, <laughs> we would not have been, become a major power, you know? But uh, he was a person that uh, he created modern democracy, for better or worse, modern democracy. And he appointed uh, Taney as the chief justice of the United States, who later wrote Dred Scott decision as an old man. But Taney overturned a lot of John Marshall's decisions, which you can talk about that, Ridley, where, uh, where uh, you know, the right of, con- of, a, of a corporation, a chartered corporation, was sacrosanct. Mm-hmm. The, the right, you know, that they're, you know... Which a more fluid type of capitalism came in under Jackson in that uh, rather than being controlled by the New York, Boston elite and Philadelphia, you know, there were new states. I would have loved I would, I would have loved having you as a history professor, John. You, you're more interesting to listen to than any of my professors were. Well, I learned oh. from them. Uh, I was studying uh, like one of my professors was uh, Marxism, and they had John C. Calhoun, you know, the stuff, because you had to understand that. Yeah. Uh, the, the war of the rebellion, the war between the states, w- was understood uh, as an economic conflict. I mean, you have Britain abolishes slavery in like, what is it, 1807, and they're patrolling the seas and stopping American ships into the, in the late 1850s, but we don't really have a navy, to supposedly stop the slave trade and stuff. Yet Lord Palmerston, which uh, Glenn Argeolette's native town of Lord Palmerston, New Brunswick, is named after, <laughs> Lord Palmerston flirted with uh, the South, wanted it to become its own nation because he would prefer to have their 
uh, caught and cheap and to be in that market, and which he knew would destroy the backbone of an economic power of the United States. So here is somebody from a government that's anti-slavery, and they came close to recognizing the Confederate States of America. They built the warship Alabama for them oh, and okay. stuff. So it's just like Putin is sending, Putin could have, cut off all the energy to uh, uh, Western Europe. Mm -hmm. We had a worldwide recession. We'd be back in like 1929 and 1930s, yeah. but he doesn't. And then the EU says, oh, we're, we're banning the export, the imports of the oil. But then a week later, there's a thing like in the Times of London. Oh, well, you can Im import the oil. You need a new license and everything. Yeah. And now they said they banned it again, but we're going to actually have 30%. I mean, why... Putin is still dealing with the West, which oh, he yeah. thinks is satanic, and the West is still dealing with him. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, because yeah. the dollar, the euro is all there powerful. There was a, an article, I think I read was a couple days ago, that they were threatening to cut off their... Um, their fuel to the Netherlands they cut because off the they Netherlands. wouldn't yep. pay them in rubles. In rubles which is but ridiculous. the Netherlands actually has plenty of natural natural gas. And the thing plenty. is, the United States told Europe we're shipping you know liquefied uh, natural gas to Europe. That's one of the reasons that's uh, jacked up, so we can control their foreign policy. But Dave, you would make a better argument by just you know saying that uh, you know. Why not balkanize the United States so it's not a threat to the rest of the country? Although I'm sure that the well, United States would still, even without the South, although we'd lose most of our soldiers. Well, I think uh, in, in in that instance, you know, and we've talked about it, uh, Dave, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about it with you on, on many occasions. You'd like New Hampshire to succeed, to secede from the uh, nation and be independent. And uh, I've... I've Told you, you know, I'd get on board with that as long as we can have uh, nuclear weapons. at least uh, at least one nuke. Not one. We need we need a, a plethora. Well, ideally, yes, yeah, to protect us. Of well, course, don't encourage it. But I don't think Dave uh, agrees with that part, do you? Dave? We're one point three million people out of three hundred thirty. So whatever percentage of that, it's less than one percent. Uh, but should... that's enough to keep Massachusetts in line. Yeah, we should and have man. we should have a few ICBMs. <laughs> what do you say, uh, Dave? Bomb man. No, I do not yeah. think the no. Uh, and you'll be like fine Ukraine. without them. Lichtenstein, you know, basically defeated Stalin without them in 1945. So no. Lichtenstein never did anything in World War II. What are you talking about? The fact is, Ukraine, so Stalin, uh, Stalin, Ukraine wouldn't be Stalin in this pickle if it had nukes, would it? Would Stalin, it? That's right. Can I finish? No. Stalin made a move on Lichtenstein around 1945. That's and Pete, that's and a completely together, together beat, beat, fake. Beat him back. That's completely fake. You've made that up. It's the most, one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. You don't know history. You know, we're, you know, oh. what, what BS? Uh, uh, so, you know, yeah, the Red I Army think, had, the Red had, Army had its hands full yeah. with Germany, Poland, Hungary, uh, the whole, you know, what became the Eastern Bloc. Wow. They did, you know, KGB put its money in Liechtenstein banks and then Switzerland banks. That's one of the reasons where Putin, as a former KGB officer, was able to finance his rise to politics. They sucked away tens of billions of, uh, you know, hard currency dollars. Now, so. Dave, if, if we don't, uh, so if we secede and we don't have a nuke, what's to stop? Uh, Massachusetts. Well, I was going to say, what's to stop Canada? Our neighbors to the north from getting a little cocky and deciding they're going to annex us. We'd be better off. So what's to stop Honduras and Nicaragua from invading Costa Rica, which doesn't even have an army? The United States does. Can we can we consider well, this for a moment? Like, would that mean I'd have better access to medicines? Yes, I would. We would be better off if Canada did annex us. 
you know? And I think if we secede, I think that uh, New Hampshire should then consider sending, as Dave has raised the issue, a peacekeeping force uh, to uh, Costa Rica. Space force. <laughs> they sure need one, don't they? They're, they're always in the news, right? Costa Rica always in trouble. Well, there you go. I mean, you raised the issue. I mean, we don't want uh, Nicaragua to, you know, get a little uh, out of control there. And, no, well, all I can think about is, um, you know, Beavis and Butthead. Also, yeah. I can think oh. about is the 80,000 peasants that were assassinated, murdered by U.S. troops during the 1980s. And uh, there were guys at the VA in therapy because they were snipers and had to go kill peasants that were just trying to hold on to their land. But uh, United Fruit, now Chiquita Banana, which has no headquarters, you know, might have a little office here. Uh-huh. Because of the money it can, you know, give to politicians, lobbyists, congressional, military, uh, industrial complex, had us doing their bidding. Mm. Think when you think about Ukraine and Russia, think about the United States under Reagan and Central America. Mm. We didn't want the yeah. Soviets yeah. taking over them. Well, I got to go. You need to refine right. your argument. All you right, can make Dave, a good one. Dave Ridley, thank you for the call. Okay, bye. All right, bye-bye. Oh, I'm just going to blame the aliens. I can never uh, get him on board with the uh, the the nuke idea. I would support an independent suzerain, uh, suzerainty of Emsky as long as you were made suzerain for life from that. Well, I would be amenable to that. Whatever you just yeah. said went right over my brain. A suzerain yeah. is like a prince. Yeah. And everything a suzerain says is law. So when we secede from Manchester. Do you want to be secede a Secede from Manchester, secede from the whole New Hampshire. Really. Well, well, yes, that is that that's, uh, goes without saying. Yes. yes. Uh, I will be in charge, and it's going to be great. And I will be a, uh, I'll be a benevolent leader. Uh, I want to be a as, duchess. Uh, the only, no, you're uh, a suzerainess. That sounds wrong. Suzerainus. Suzerainus is higher than a duchess. I don't like the way that sounds. How about Empress? John, uh, Suzerainus is a term we use on the other program. So we don't uh, don't say that here. I apologize. That just sounds better. How about Empress? No. Mm. No. That's too gaudy. Well... (laughs) <laughs> we've got a we've got a little bit of time left. If you'd like to get in with a call today on this Friday afternoon, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at MattConnerton.com. And, of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. We'll try to say hello to a, a few people in there in a moment. But the best thing to do is to give us a call at 603-250-6007. I saw during the break we were getting a call, someone from uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, but uh, they were calling during the break. So uh, I know somebody there, Tom uh, Massingill. Oh, perhaps it was Tom. Who used to be on the show. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, I remember I like Tom. that name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. By the way, while we, were, um, while we had our break, I went and looked, and Navarro— has come out. Peter Navarro, former yes. uh, trade, uh, trade, what's his official title? Trade uh, suzerain? Of, no. Um, Who's well, Peter Navarro? He was I know Ramon Navarro, the, the Trump, actor. Um, a senior aide that uh, was in charge up, of trade. P- arrested today for defying his uh, subpoena. Subpoena. Is it from the House? Actually, yes. yes well, that, actually that one arrested. Actually they, arrested on two counts of contempt of Congress. And oh, had boy. to go to court. They'll go to the Supreme Court. So they had all these reporters waiting all day for him to come out of court and be released. And I kept keeping it um, silent and had the uh, the closed captioning on my computer. And he comes out and he literally goes into, 
If you want to know more about this, you got to buy my book. you got to buy my book today on Amazon. He oh, literally still... went there. Wow. He, he comes out. He says, he said the committee was unconstitutional, that they didn't have real power. So apparently like the whole. There is a legal issue about a Senate has been upheld by the Supreme Court to have subpoena power. We talked about that. We huh? have subpoena yeah. power in the New Hampshire House. Yes, but you're talking about. You can even swear somebody in under oath, but nobody ever does. We're talking about a federal law uh, right. in front of a, the constant, you know, whether constitutional law privileges. It has privileged through case law, which is constitutional law, a subpoena from the Senate. But it's never been adjudicated about uh, the House, whether because there was not. So that's what they're based their defense on. If we I and look I, what Supreme Court will hear this. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. That's true. I, I, Constitutional I, law if is you, what the Supreme if, if Court If they have no teeth, what good are they? What good are they to try and keep government in line or, or, or parts of whatever in line if they have no teeth? Yeah, but, you know, uh, anybody could use subpoena power, like during the McCarthy era, to destroy people. He's also claiming to have they put people the in right jail to for invoke... Um, executive privilege. Executive privilege. Oh, which yeah. that is something that will have to be adjudicated the Supreme Court. Through. No, Trump has not actually invoked it for he any can, of he them. Can. He's not the president. He, the Justice there Department. Was th- he can. He can communicate. He does have the right to communicate. He can mm-hmm. try to extend it to his senior aides. But the Attorney General is. Merrick Garland, and he has, who yes, screwed how, by However, him. Trump has not even tried. Right, because Merrick Garland will not, with the, it would have to be the Department of Justice would have to bring that forward, and they're not going to. Merrick the mild. We is, have, uh, but oh, the committee him. itself is pointing out the fact that Trump himself hasn't spoke up at all on Which this. Which is his right, Fifth Amendment. Whenever you get arrested, never say but a Navarro word. But Navarro is trying to claim it regardless right. of the a, fact that Trump hasn't done what's necessary for him to even try to. Well, he can't. Well, that's a phenomenon <laughs> that we uh, saw, that we began to see with the Trump administration. It's like anyone, During anyone, yeah, anyone ever connected to Trump, Biden. you know, it's like, oh, I had lunch with Donald Trump once. I have a, uh, executive privilege. I don't have to uh, It's a very broad questions. claim of power. We were yeah. talking about that during the Russia Gate. Well, yeah, we never saw it used so but loosely before. But he's so before. bent up about this constitutional thing that he's, you know, capturing, that he comes out of court and says, buy my book today. He literally said, you got to buy my book today on Amazon. On January 3rd, 2023. Please don't buy this guy's book. Both houses of Congress will be in Republican hands, plus the Supreme Court, and they will impeach Biden immediately. They're not going to convict him, but they're going to give it back to him. They always said about Clinton impeachment, that was repaying for uh, Nixon. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that second impeachment was just BS. But you're going to see, you're going to see stuff that we've, you'd have to go back to the time in the 1850s where the Constitution broke down. The Civil War represents the breakdown of the United States Constitution and the rule of the law. And it had to be worked up through violence that cost I think there's, there's a, a ghost there's a in the room. Oh my God, my phone's The aliens out. just found you. Wow. If they were aliens, I wouldn't be upset, but Glenn's mad at Did me. Did it actually go into two different pieces? No, there's two phones. Oh, you, oh. you have two phones. Yeah, wow. I have ADHD. I always lose one. I was very oh. mad at the Vianon didn't call me. Yet she did. Phone oh. just I, it, oh. it died because I couldn't find it. But getting back, that was when I was depressed. Oh, okay. But getting back to this, uh, 
Hey, it's just like uh, I've read the decision that's coming up about Roe v. Wade. Yeah, the Supreme Court makes the law. And they yes. will. Yes. Um, hey, uh, before we run out of time, Scary. I want to I want to remind everybody. So, uh, you know, we were mentioning before that uh, uh, call from Dave Ridley. Jenny will be with us tonight for Retro Spectrum Radio live from 730 to 10 p.m. here on WMNH 95.3. Also going on downtown over at the Hopknot, Paul Nelson uh, will be uh, performing live. And uh, I've been playing uh, some of his music this week. So they have live music every Friday night. You know, Wednesday nights is uh, Industry Night. Thursday nights, Trivia Night, which is a very popular feature there, hosted by Bill Cini. And then Friday nights is live music. And then tomorrow night, Saturday night, they've got another Gender Blender event beginning at 10 p.m. And this one is... The, uh, for the Chubby Chasers? Uh, this one is 21 know. plus. And it's a bit... I hear risque. Yes. A little no, uh, any triple X kind of thing going on there. <laughs> you could, uh, a guy you're can stuck w- on a that guy lately. Can wish. Well, I'm chubby. I weigh 200 pounds. I'm Do very you? chubby. Mm. Well, yeah, but on you, it, it's... It's I'm going to say a sec. Fat. I'm going to say a sec. Hey, uh, it's only this skinny boyish thing is only something that came in in the second half of I the 20th century. I am a Roman century. goddess. Well, you know. Rubenesque, but that's what we women were, cons- well, that was beauty. You know, the jealous one was? likes to, uh, the jealous one Fight likes me. to call me. Still uh, is. Uh, ratso fatso or whatever. Uh, yeah, oh, I you, know uh, this, where's uh, the fat on you? I think I'm rather svelte. But uh, he thinks I'm a big uh, fat guy. Apparently, he's, he's never seen you below the waist. And, so. and he, he could be an alien. dreaming about it though. And he believes I have Satan in me. Yes, <laughs> and in the room, it's in yes. the studio too. I and, think there's a de- demonic energy in here. And he believes I should kill myself. He's been very. He didn't say that. Yes, he yes, actually he did. did. You he are, actually, uh, he literally actually said that. Yes. On a couple of different videos, one yep. of which I know that myself and another one of our listeners. Um, actually reported to YouTube with that. Hell of a and guy. They, still <laughs> they don't do have, anything. They don't do anything, no, they don't, right? They, they don't do anything. They'll yeah. ding us for trying to de. Uh, de uh, yeah, for de, a, a smidgen you know, try of to a, talk about real science. They'll ding us, but yeah. they won't ding this guy for actually trying to encourage something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Hate uh, hate speech is fine, and it's all YouTube is oh, yeah. fine with all oh, that. Oh, sh- he goes after me and and repeats oh, I, I, that um, I won't listen. To I it. I am directly responsible for his Lord Jesus Christ dying. Well, I, you know, I killed him. I never thought that you guys should encourage that slob. He literally, I didn't encourage nothing. I know you did. I just exist. I was looking at you, but it's, you know, they're into radio and uh, imbeciles and idiots. Although I may or may not have had something to do radio, with him being deplatformed, like but hey, that's a different story. Yeah, his latest uh, video is titled, I don't know what to say to Matt, but the evil inside of him is showing its ugly by head. And what I, does by head mean? I'm no, not sure I've, what that word means. No idea. And oh. it's B-U-Y. He's hot it, for it's you. It's B-U-Y. Oh, no, I thought it was bisexual. No, it's B-Y. Oh, is it B-Y? It's B-Y. B-Y, yeah. B-Y not B-I? Oh, well, no, no. you know. Because you know you are a, a, a great, uh, you're gay bait, you know. We've we've known that. Yes. I, wanna, I keep saying I want to take him down to P-Town for Bear Week. I Jeez, mean, uh, I just think that he would have a grand old time. Well, bear I, Week? Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, shave him? No, Bear Week is all for people with hair. Oh, B-E-A-R. Oh, okay. No, not Al. No. I thought you were, you know, you'd have to, oh, yeah, it would have been painful. Particularly when it started growing in the fur again. Uh, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little shy. I like the fur. I know. Uh, Well. Don't mess with it. 
All right. Well, enough about my uh, enough about my fur. I do want to say hello to everybody in the uh, Facebook live chat before we run out of time. Is Melanie Liberty there? Uh, Mel oh, Mc- yes, Mel she's Mc- been there. Mel McMell is in the uh, chat room. Uh, she did say that uh, if New Hampshire secedes, uh, this, uh, she will be leading the state of Vermont in an invasion. Oh. Yes, yes. Uh, Rocky Huber is in the uh, chat room. Also, our friend, I call him now JPV. So I don't keep uh, butchering his uh, uh, last name. Uh, he says in the chat, "I wonder uh, if Back to the Future, if the Back to the Future DeLorean travels uh, through the portal uh, that it we does. discussed in the uh, in the uh, first hour." Uh, Crystal from the great state of Illinois joins us. Hello, Illinois. Yeah, uh, Abe Lincoln. Uh, Tom Blanchard uh, is in the chat room. Hello, Tom. Uh, let's see, Jenny, you're in there, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Dirk Don is in the uh, chat room. We talked to Dirk earlier. Are there any demons? Uh, not yet. Not so far. I'm still scrolling. Uh, Mike Pelopita joins us in the chat. Mike from another one of our great sponsors here at WMNH. Queen City Cabinetry in the historic Sunbeam Mall. Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, Mike was complimenting our friend Eric Pilcher on his film review. Of course, if you missed it, uh, you can get it in the uh, in the podcast. Uh, this week, Eric uh, reviewed the classic film Top Gun, the original so, uh, gun in the military is a reference to a male member, by the way. Oh, this is your rifle, this is your gun, this ah. is for uh, fighting, this is for fun. Uh, Maddie Calmington joins us in the Facebook Calmington? live chat. Maddie Calmington and says, Hi, big fan. Is that Joe? I mean, jealous one, envious. Uh, so, I don't know, I don't know the true identity of uh, Maddie Calmington. Uh, Eric Street joins us in the Facebook live chat and says, Dr. Strange is our portal savior. Oh, well, very good. Very good. We might, uh, we might need Who? one. What about Doctor Who? Doctor Who and the Daleks. I never got, uh, never got into no, that. No, we don't want the Daleks. Eric, Eric no, says... Uh, exci- they always make it exciting, though. Eric Street says it's a reference to Avengers Endgame, which I have not seen. Exterminate. Oh. oh I haven't goodness. played a uh, video game since 1989. That's the year I graduated high school. There I, you go. I think for me it's been probably 2003, 2004. I I had to uh, I found them uh, too addictive. I had to stop. Yeah, you it's like really they are they, they, they are they, they are highly addictive <laughs> uh, for some of us. Yes, uh, psychologically uh addictive. But uh boy, we don't uh Is Rocky mentioned anything about alien probes today? Uh no. I think he okay. left that up to you. Okay. Oh, uh by the way, uh John, I know we talked about this the other day. You expressed some skepticism, but now about what? Uh multiple news outlets are reporting that it is confirmed and that uh, Vladimir Putin does in fact have cancer. Really? Yeah. What kind? Um we don't seem to know, uh but uh Newsweek for example says uh Putin treated for cancer in April. U.S. intelligence report says. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I would, uh, U.S. intelligence has been pretty spot on lately. Excellent uh, human human intelligence. Well, well, you know who's going to come next. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, we, we don't know if the cancer is. Uh, you know, I mean, even if he does have it, you know, he he could live. He's for seventy years. some odd because I'm sure know. he won't have any trouble whatsoever getting any kind of medication or treatment he needs. You can no. get prostate of that cancer, you can be certain. You know, skin, all sorts. Of, but uh, he'll be seventy in October, I believe. And, yeah, fifty-two. And, and, and he is, uh, 
And, and of course, you know, he'll be turning 70 in a country where men generally only live to be 72. Russian life expectancy is not great. It's gone up a lot since the collapse of the Soviet Union. It was only like, you know, 59 or something. Was it that low? Oh, everybody wow. drank themselves to death. Oh. Well, they the were in such Israel poverty. Are, are, is reporting not only cancer, but it's actually a couple of news sources I'm seeing here saying he has survived an assassination attempt. Oh, yeah, that's that's. All uh, right, the New York Post is, doing the, is saying it, oh, too. Oh, the New York Post, they are... The That's Times Rupert of Israel Murdoch. and a it's few others, crap. iNews, are all reporting that there Sky was News. in the stash. I news, I. Oh, because that's Rupert Murdoch, and they put out these trashy papers I, like I've the Sun and Sky stuff. News. The Times of Israel can yeah. be a bit one-sided. Too, yeah, so. Sky Sky News is Australia's uh, uh, Fox News. No, Sky News is also in the UK too. Oh, it is. Okay, I'm and sorry. they love sensationalism. It's, oh yeah. If it comes from uh, the Times of London, the Independent, Guardian, uh, those are good sources. Yeah. They'll report anything, you know. Uh, the Mirror is reporting that Another Moscow Hospital uh, is on standby and that he has pancreatic cancer. That that means oh. he's dead in, in six not, to nine months. Not necessarily. Pancreatic cancer. Yes. That's your lifespan. My, my very, I'm very aware. It, it, yeah. But it, it, there are... Some case, people go five years. Some people can survive it. It's yeah. terrible because the pancreas, you can't really see, so you've yeah. got it's it. It's a really stage. serious surgery. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the worst cancers. They call it a whipple. Yep. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, what was the the mirror is another uh, rag? Mm. But, uh, I'd never miss ca wish cancer on somebody, but in this case, not having a hard time with it. Well, well, not that's bad karma. I I don't care. I don't care. He he's he's a megalomaniac who's committing atrocities that are complete genocide. Well, he's a well, war it's wiping not genocide. Out. He's it a war is genocide. He's a war genocide criminal. is defined by convention as killing 60,000 people. It's a specific thing. I'm not sure how many he's killed in Ukraine yet, but I'm sure that if he continues, he'll hit that. And Maybe. I don't need a magic number to call something genocide. When I see a group of people who are being murdered for who they are. No, well, yes, they, for uh, who they are. They refuse to become Russians. No, they, they will not comply. No, they refuse to say this government because we picked the prime minister and the government twenty fourteen. It's got nothing to do with us. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Look what's going on over there. You get entire cities wiped out. That's People war. Are, and what happened in Iraq? That isn't by the United States. I did not see. I'm talking about. Look, you know what? Stop dirtying my pool. Come I am on. talking. No, you, they, you that's come what on. The Marines, I am talking men, about. Women, I don't children. care. I am talking about Ukraine. Right, Ukraine. One of the I am talking about what's going on right now, where we have cities. Egregious... You can keep talking over me, Johnny. You can let me finish my point. Yeah, but it's just propaganda. It's not propaganda. Says. You think it's propaganda when you look at a, you're looking at it, images and videos of an entire city wiped out. And everybody's go, homes are gone. Foods gone. How many people did we kill in Iraq? How many people we kill in Afghanistan? Dude, the United can States? you stick with the subject? Stop it. That's, the, Stop that's their it. sphere of influence. And Stay we in the pool with me. It. Don't stop. Da, 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 da. Stop it. it. No, I'm, I'm not talking stop about it. what's going in Ukraine. I how do you not? How do you argue with me yeah, over what's easily, going on very in Ukraine? Easily. Because the United States Whole triggered this war. White, really? Yes. Really? Really? Yes. Give me a break. Well, well, you, oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Come on. You know what? I, I don't go Maybe with the someday propaganda. we can have an honest discussion about Ukraine, but you're obviously not willing to Ukraine participate in that now. Ukraine is one of the most corrupt countries in Europe. It's got a, re a record of torture. So they that deserve what they're getting. That. Wipe out their cities, uh, kill their they citizens. All they got to do is kiss, wipe the, uh, them out. Uh, kiss we don't Putin's care. Uh, Mass bums. graves, we don't care. It's all good. Hey, 
At least this was Africa. Nobody'd give a damn. I do. You might, but most people wouldn't. I don't think so. I uh, right. very skeptical about this. All right, we're out of time. <laughs> we got to go. We are absolutely out of time. Another argument for the tape. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah yes, that, that was good. Jenny, continue that one. Jenny, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Jenny will be joining us tonight on Retro Spectrum Radio uh, coming up at uh, 7.30. Excited to see what songs get played. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, join us for that, Retro Spectrum Radio with Paul E.C. John Hopwood, thank you. I'm blaming the uh, the Glenn's portal uh, for my outburst. I'm sorry, Johnny. Uh, Johnny, I'm sorry to myself. Oh. Oh, I'm being possessed. That's good radio. Jenny. It's all, it's, it's, yeah, but I always hate good. it. Whatever I do to create a good Crystal's radio. And to Crystal's point, that's right. Hoppy is deflecting with whataboutism. Oh, and right. come that on. Point, it's a, I've it's, studied this for 40 years. I like that point. I it's, don't care. It's a big It's a big subject. and we Let's destroy the U.S. economy. Unfortunately, we are. Let's justify genocide. We are out of time uh, to, uh, to really uh, delve into it. All right, we got to go. <laughs> We got to go. Thanks, everybody. Thank you to uh, everyone who called today, everybody in the chat room. And uh, if you miss any part of today's show, it'll be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org. Make sure you're back here later for Retrospectrum Radio. Or, of course, uh, this gentleman, Paul Nelson, will leave you with a little Paul Nelson. He is performing live tonight at the Hop Knot, our amazing sponsor. That's it for us for now. We'll talk to y'all a little bit later. Bye, everybody. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 